Welcome to the Exponential Potential podcast with your hosts, Claire Oatway and Jennifer Evans, with expert guests sharing inspiring and uplifting stories, groundbreaking, rule-shaking ideas, fresh perspective, powerful top tips and tools on an array of topics designed to help you thrive in all areas of life. Hello and welcome to the latest episode of Exponential Potential and we're having a slight diversion from the routine today as we talk about unlocking the power of many in order to thrive Um, and so today's episode is going to be a much more flowing conversation so you can see the power of partnership in action and also understand how we bring others in in order to unlock our own growth and the growth of people around us Uh, so hey Jen how are you? Hi Claire I'm I'm really well thank you very much and uh, looking forward to seeing where this goes it's going to be very organic Um, yes and I love the power of many that in itself has a lot of power doesn't it? Indeed, and and also, you know, this month we've been covering many aspects of work-life balance and burnout and repeatedly calling for people to unlock their own space, to create space for their own voices to come through really strongly and also then be able to work with many others around us. You know, we, we often bring in elements of our belief system through and we're not meant to do this journey alone we're meant to be working alongside thriving alongside others so I'm yeah I'm excited about this topic yes yeah me too um it's so unlocking the power of many to thrive and as you said Claire I think we are so women and actually men too we we always feel like we should prove ourselves and I'm you know we we wear that badge of honor I'm I'm independent I'm so independent and I don't need anybody else but as you say we we're not meant to do this alone and nobody has to be you know do this alone this you know whether that's life we don't have to do life alone we don't have to do, do what you know community if you look back through the ages community has always been so important and if you look at the people that are thriving um whether that's in their personal life in their relationships as a family um in their workplace their businesses they have a team of people that they work with or play with and create that support system and have that container of a support system. Yeah. And when you look at the true greats in in whatever sphere, um, they recognise that too. There's a brilliant quote that I used from Arnold Schwarzenegger, of all people. And he says, I am not a self-made man. There Mm -hmm. is no such thing as a self-made man. And I represent all of the people around me who have helped me to get to this point 
Yeah, and, and it's it's so true. It kind of when you whenever you look at um at people, they've they've got support around them. Yeah. Puppy dog around them that follows them. <laughs> Hi. But they understand um they understand that it's not meant to be life's not meant to be a burden. Mm-hmm. it's meant to be joyous it's meant to be fun it's meant to be together and that's what makes such a big difference yes and I think from a practical point of view if we look at a lot of families um, even when you're out with a group of friends with technology now I mean technology is incredible it's allowing us to do this um, however the downside is we get we can get very wrapped up in it and we become very insular you know we're very focused on our phones our tablets our you know what's going on in social media or we're watching something um and I'm sure you have this with with your son you know you might be watching tv and he may be maybe in the same room but he's watching something entirely different on his phone and and that's okay for a you know again around balance that's okay at times but some, as you know, as a family, you want to come together. Maybe not all families, <laughs> but as a family, you would, you know, the the ideal is to come together and that space of eating together, breaking bread together, when you're all present at the dinner table and having a family dinner. Um, I mean, family dinner is huge in Italy and across Europe, and you know, with Europeans and with other cultures that are very family orientated uh, not just Europe but Southern America Asia I think it's North you know maybe North America and some of the more westernized like UK for sure when I was living there we were also living separate little lives under one roof mm-hmm. so and that creates a feeling of loneliness sometimes yeah and, and disconnection mm. you know, especially when you bring in aspects of um of social media too there's often a pressure to be multiple people at once um and to play multiple roles and to show up in a particular way i mean when we talked um, in depth in a recent interview around uh, burnout and you know, the mask that you wear, the amount of energy that goes into the mask that you wear, and it's one mask in the workplace, it's one mask at home, it's one mask with parents, and yeah, actually each time you're trying to to fit in with a sense of who you're meant to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah. I think there is an element that's in, there is a an an element of that that's needed because you know we don't necessarily I'm different with around my friends than I am with my parents because I'm more respectful when I'm around my parents but ultimately I'm the same person I'm not hiding who I am uh and I will still have difficult conversations with my parents if needed you know I'm not going to so there is a balance a balance there as well I think when you are it's when you're you're trying so hard to fit in 
to something that you're not. So there's levels of being respectful and it does depend on the group of people that you're with as well, I think. But ultimately, if you are the same, if you are the same person, you're being the same person with the same values. Um, then you know that's it's when you're leaving your own values behind to fit in with somebody else or a group of people, a group of friends, or at work, and and or a partner that's when there's real struggle have you had um example have you had experiences of that as well claire well especially around fitting in with expectations of and and very often because you don't have the conversation the expectations are generated from you assuming that somebody has that expectation for you to show up in a particular way um in the role of leader for example um that you would show up to be incredibly strong and stoic and in control all of the time and the converse of that is that you don't show vulnerability yeah which can be hugely corrosive as a as a decision but kind of part of that is because you have you're fitting into this expectation of that's what they expect me to be but that expectation is your perception of what you think you know is your assumption of what they expect you to be yeah yeah yeah. and like you say I I don't think it's a I don't think it's purely female um Mm -mm. choice or or even behavior I think there are many males many men that struggle with that as well that they are um by gift of birth (laughs) they're all deemed to be protectors and providers and kind of all of these um symbols of of strength um that they're not able to show not able to let down a guard um Mm. we feel like they have to be very strong which means that we don't we don't then bring the important conversations forward that need to be had Yes, because you too, you don't want to let your guard down. You don't want to be seen. Yeah, and I see it um, in men especially when you bottle that kind of stuff up, when you squash it down, it becomes explosive. Mm. And, and I know some friends of mine used to do that as well, where they just bottle it down and they just explode and they just really lash out and become very very angry um and just like whoa where where did that come from because they're not able to they're supposed to be that stoic I'm strong um I shouldn't be seen you know vulnerability is weak where we all I think as we a lot of us realizing it takes a lot of courage to be vulnerable and it's important to be vulnerable um but it it does it manifests into all these really explosive emotions and of course it can also manifest into illness as well so the more we the the more of us are more the the more of us that are vulnerable it then leads the way for other people to be vulnerable and again that's sort of the power of many isn't it the more of us that start to be ourselves more allow ourselves to be who we are 
well, and discover who we are, because a lot of people don't know who we are, um, the easier it becomes for everybody. Mm. And that's one of the deep ironies, I think, around mental health issues of stress and um, depression and anxiety is that you retreat further and further away from other people. <laughs> you mm -hmm. retreat inside your head. And the action that you need to take is the opposite. That's when you most need others um, in order to recover, in order to thrive. Yeah, I had a, a client of mine who was really stuff. In fact, it's interesting because over 90% of my clients usually come to me because they have anxiety. And I would say every one of those did what you just said. They pull away. And even though they've got loved ones surrounding them, they feel so isolated and alone because they don't communicate that. They don't, they're not looking at their support system their loved ones to help them through this and support them and have conversations with them because it's they think it's a weakness they think that it's it's you know they it's taboo almost you know is I'm oh I have you know anxiety is looked at as a weakness so like you say they withdraw and they seek solace solace again on the internet or looking at different things they're not communicating with the people that are right there around them that can provide them support I mean it's great that they came to an expert to help them through that and to help them see anxiety in a completely new light and then all of those clients you know now live with anxiety they are now anxiety free but the common denominator was that they really withdrew and forgot how important it is to connect with their loved ones with nature with themselves well with, withdraw or escape you know yes. kind of in terms of gambling or addiction mm. you know a lot of that comes through because it's um it's a kind of release from the voice that's in your head but it takes you even further away from your support system around you and also talking as support systems um, before we've got on this call, we were just talking about the sort of topics that we were going to talk about. And one of the things that we talked about was our universal connection. You know, mm. going back to that, we weren't we're not meant to do it alone. And we hear we are all connected. We're all connected through energy, through light, um, you know, no matter what your beliefs are. From a physics point of view, there is there is connection. And there's also connection to the greater, bigger, universal energy. And, you know, it depends on your level of belief and where you are. But um, I'd be interested, Claire, if you are willing to go there and share your beliefs around the universal connection that we have and the support we receive from the universe well yes and also um and for many people it feels so innate that to label it in any spiritual terms doesn't make sense so um we all know that if we're feeling stressed or under pressure or really stuck we go for a walk and we're outside we feel better mm -hmm. we we know that instinctively mm -hmm. it's, 
you know, there's no book that says that. Of course, it's not. And I do believe quite strongly that there are there there is um, we are part of something. We are part of a universe, and that is a loving universe. And kind of the more that you step back, the more you notice that connection. I mean, we've talked about gratitude, for example, and and you know, realizing what's around you all of the time in terms of the fresh air, in terms of the abundant food, but also um, all the little elements of driftwood that come by. Um, so whether that be um, a, an unexpected butterfly or an unexpected flower, just something that kind of snaps snaps you out of your head and goes, it's okay, look, it's, 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 there's some greater design around you that you fit into and um, and also and again kind of another another perspective that I've heard on this that makes so much sense is the concept of distance so let's play this game how far away from you is the earth right now close or is it far away it's close it's about three meters to three i'm on a second floor so it's about two meters away and how far away is the moon oh <laughs> quite far <laughs> i don't quite know far. i don't know in miles or kilometers i'm not but yes it's it's quite far and how far away from you is the universe right there for me it's yeah it's it's not out there is it it's it's here we are part of the universe yeah yeah it's not some abstract galaxy that's far away we are in it we are of it yes um and it's just seemed like such an elegant way to describe that and you know for when you when you feel the energies around you when you feel the dew on the on the grass as you walk across it in the morning when you feel the cold on your skin and it makes you breathe differently um kind of those are really important nature aspects when you feel the wonder as you look in up at the stars around you as well um there are so many aspects that are you within a loving place a loving kind abundant place mm. um but often you don't stop to recognize that so even you know the oxygen we breathe that we can't see but we know we feel it um our life force comes from nature comes from the sun the light li life-giving energy um oxygen from the trees to keep us alive water from rain and streams and lakes and natural springs so nature nature right here with us the universe is supporting us every step of our lives bringing us life but also bringing us joy bringing us shelter um bringing us heat 
bringing us cool, everything we need, the earth provides for us. From a practical point of view, we just see that. So yeah. we can take that a step further and go deeper with that from a spiritual aspect as well. So depending again on your beliefs, but if you believe in the Big Bang, well, you, it happened. The Big Bang <laughs> happened. <laughs> like that's, that's a given. <laughs> but that Big Bang, when that happened, we we were born from that. That actually the energy from source from that bang runs through our blood. It's in our DNA. It's in every single cell of our body. So we are literally made of stardust. We are literally made of the universe. And going deeper into that from a spiritual aspect for me i believe that that source you know source energy i believe that that is infinite wisdom i believe that this is my personal belief and it may or may not resonate with you or you know with anyone listening but i believe that this world this universe the, the planet that we live in the universe that we live in there's so much harmony and perfection and synchronicities and symbiotic relationships. It just seems that for that to be created, there must have been an incredible amount of wisdom and intelligence behind that. And also benevolence, love, because we are so supported. And then we've got energies coming through. So energy never dies energy never never disappears it's it becomes something else and every thought we have is like a little packet of energy and it goes out you know it doesn't stay here it goes out so every person that's lived before you all their thoughts and wisdom are energies in an ethereal universe the energy of infinite wisdom runs through our blood and in our DNA. And our bodies are such an incredible support system as well when you tune in. And we are, so that universal energy that comes and speaks through us when we have our intuition, when we have a, we talked about this, we will be talking about this more with our divine feminine and power in next month's theme. but. That is our support system. The energy of our parents, grandparents, great-grandparents and our ancestral line, that hasn't gone away. That is part of our support system. Their knowledge, their wisdom is passed down to us. I mean, that's incredibly profound and you may may or may not resonate with that, but that for me brings me a huge inner sense of knowing, that feeling that I am not alone. And I remember being younger and feeling so alone and not fitting in anywhere. And, you know, having a family of three brothers and my sister was a lot older, but I was the only female in the family and I felt really alone. 
but uh, that feeling you know that empty loneliness has completely gone and has been gone for a very long time because I have this inner sense of knowing and this inner sense of deep profound peace and harmony that I am not alone that I have this incredible support system that loves me and I no longer need to do anything alone and what you open up in that is that when you talk about not needing to be alone you're not just talking about people that are around you you're talking about uh kind of organic matter you're talking about plants and trees and and oxygen and and air and that you are even in the absence of people you are not truly alone and you even in the darkest times you are given solace and hope by those who have been before mm. those who send their love from afar so yeah it's and, and the love the love that we can't even imagine can't even the love that I now feel that comes from whether you call that source energy infinite wisdom god allah you know whatever your belief systems are but they're loving i'm tearing up because it just feels i i feel that love coming through me within me and that love is also a big part of you know that's the support system so it's not just the physical in person you know the power of many but it's the power of the nature that around us it's the power of the universe infinite wisdom god allah and i apologize for missing you know any hindu gods um that you may believe in it's the the i believe that that is a benevolent energy it's not a judging energy um it's not an energy to be feared it's just it's love pure pure unconditional love mm. and one of one of the most healing actions that you can take that is within anybody's grasp is to connect to that and to reconnect to that and um again this is something that you lose when you're caught in the frantic you you don't create space and time for the stillness and one of the most profound ways to connect that i found and and discovered um through my own um growth my own learning has has been through grounding directly into source to releasing um what's not needed back to source letting go of that energy so that it can be recycled and and brought back um into the the cycle of life in a, in a different way and that can be expressed um in many different 
words and you hear people describe angels and releasing kind of their thoughts to angels to to resolve and and to take away um but for me the imagery of, of grounding and an energetic connection has been the strongest it's been the most resonant is it there mm. Yeah, so connection can be through meditation, prayer, um, quiet, spending time in nature and grounding yourself in a very easy, simple way that can just take a few minutes when we're feeling, you know, when we want to create that space, when we're feeling really out of balance um, to just center yourself and ground yourself to the earth and I can do a little quick activation meditation on that if you want me to do that yeah I think that would be really helpful because as I say Cameron this is an area that I've explored but I don't think that all of our audience will have had a chance to mm. um, and I think it is an incredible gift that fits so well with this topic mm. so would, would you mind no no and actually when you are if you are somebody that lives a lot up in here in your head or, you know, you hear of spirit, people sort of talk about spiritual people being really floaty um, and some people live up here. It's important to ground yourself back into Earth because it's all part of the same thing. Um, so you need balance. Again, you need balance between up here although it's not up here it's it's in our bodies it's within us but up and connecting to the earth so this would be a great piece to download or to re-listen to um so if you can you may not be able to but if you can and if you can't now then re-listen later so there's several ways that you can do this you can do this sitting down in your house my favorite is to get outside barefoot and my feet on the earth, on the grass. So you actually feel the earth, but you can't, if you can't do that right now, which I'm not going about to run outside and do that. <laughs> Although I might after. <laughs> so you want to, if you can take your shoes off and you can take any footwear off, take that off and get your bare feet on the ground. If not, it's fine without and you want your feet knees hips shoulders parallel with each other so there's sort of a slight distance between your legs but at the same time you're sitting up but you're slightly relaxed uh, shoulders down relax and soften the face release your brow release your jaw and if you want, you can put, place your hands on your lap, palms facing up. And just do a couple of little gentle breaths and bring yourself to the present. And if you can, slightly deepen that breath. Breathing in through the belly and expanding the belly as you breathe in. And as you exhale, 
let go. And it doesn't matter if you can't visualize this or imagine this, just be present to my words. And if your mind drifts off, just come back to my voice. So feet nice, firmly planted on the ground. Gently breathing in and out. I want you to visualize your feet growing roots down into the ground through the grass the soil deeper and deeper into the different layers of the earth the earth's crust and visualize the core of the earth however that looks for you and can see those roots connecting to the core of the earth for me that's mother nature the energy of mother nature you breathe that in feel yourself steady rooted And feeling the energy of Mother Earth, that nurturing, unconditional and supportive energy. Coming up through those roots. Moving up all the way through the Earth's layers to the surface. And up through your feet your lower legs, into your hips, up through your body to your heart center, just in between your ribs, in the center of your chest. And allow that unconditional loving energy of Mother Earth, Mother Nature, to expand outwards from your heart center, filling your chest with unconditional love, healing, nurturing, and supportive energy, and coming up all the way up the neck into your head. And just allow that energy to fill your body and expand upwards and outwards and downwards. That lovely grounding, nurturing, unconditional love and support is moving through and expanding through your body, filling every single cell in your body with that feeling of support, unconditional love and healing.
and just sit with that. Allow it to move through your body. Filling every single cell with unconditional love, healing and support from Mother Nature. Bringing you a deep sense of harmony and connection. And just breathe that in. Allow it to move through your body. You may feel some sensations, you may not. There's no right or wrong. You may just see or feel nothing, but that's okay. Just sit, sit with it. Relaxing your mind. You visualize that energy in every single cell of your body, every part, gland, organ, with unconditional love, support, healing, bringing you a deep sense of inner peace, love, and harmony. when you're ready, just allow the roots of your feet to come back into your feet. The energy is still within you, you're still there, it's always there for you, it surrounds you. Allow those roots to come back up to your feet. You are always connected with nature. You are of nature, not separate. You are an intricate part of nature, part of the jigsaw. You are of nature. When you're ready, open your eyes. Rub your fingers together, your hands together, and bring yourself back to the back into the room or back to your surroundings. And if you feel like you need to take a nice big deep breath, move your body a little bit. How did that feel, Claire? Just an incredible calm mm. and love and care and connection and realignment. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, alignment is mm. key. So that's a really amazing, powerful tool for you that you can use anytime when you're feeling 
in your head, just reminding you that you have support. There's always support around you. Mm -hmm. But I want to, I want to, sorry, go on, Claire. And there are so many, there are so many bits of guidance that come through around meditation, around journaling, around so many different activities and what to do at the beginning of the day, what to do at the end of the day. Um, But what I genuinely love about the grounding you just walked us through is that maybe took five minutes. And and to achieve that depth of experience in five minutes is is incredible. It doesn't doesn't have to be extravagant or expensive or mm-hmm. you know really cost intensive in terms of time and energy. This this is five minutes. And if you didn't feel anything at that time, if you you know your your brain might have been too busy. You might have been, you know, your ego might have come into play and said, oh, this is a load of nonsense. Um, just give yourself some time and practice it because, you know, med- that wasn't, that was a little activation. So it's kind of a meditation, but it was more activating part of the truth of who you are. As well, you know, the truth of who you are is that you're part of nature and you have all this love and all this support because we are born to thrive and flourish and we wouldn't just be put on the I mean for me from a we wouldn't just be put here on this earth and go there you go off you go that just for me that makes no sense um so practice I highly recommend that you practice that um on a regular basis daily if you can and be patient just give yourself permission and every time you feel your thoughts going off keep bringing them back um because it you know our minds are so busy it's hard to focus but just a little bit of practice yeah and you will reap the rewards and um and even further than that i the connection back up to uh practice that i encourage people to take is around micro um, micro hacks, micro PQ reps throughout the day, and, and even just 10 seconds of stillness and shifting to your senses that you observe something that's around you, whether it's with your ears or whether it's with your touch or whether it's with your sight. Again, from a neurological sense, that disrupts the neural pathways, and that's why it's so highly effective. And what does PQ what does PQS stand for, Claire? Oh, it's a PQ rep. So it's a oh, PQ rep. positive intelligence rep. Um and they they act as sensory hacks, as it were, to disrupt your automatic thought patterns. Um but actually it goes beyond that because it creates that connection back to the universe at the same time because you're reminding yourself that you're of the universe and in the universe yes and and it's bringing it's bringing you like you say it's disrupting the brain way the brain pattern but it's also bringing you to the present and it's getting you in your body not in your head 
taking you out of your head and getting you in your body. Mm. And, you know, if you look at Will Hoff and uh, cold water therapy, they can kind of, it brings you oh, into your body. And that, of course, has a, a hormonal stimulus to it. It has a neurological stimulus to it. But again, it's, it's bringing you back. I think it's different language to describe the same effect. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, there's lots of different things that you can do. And it's finding what resonates with you to to bring you to that point, to bring you centred, grounded and in your body. Um, and I think by having these conversations, you start to realise that actually I do have a support system around me. I'm not meant to do this alone. So then the practicality of that is asking for help. Like it make, I think when you realize that you're not here to do everything by yourself, that you don't have to play the lone wolf, you, it makes asking for help easier. Would you, would you agree with that, Claire? I, I agree. And you know, we, the exercise we went through is a very safe way of asking for help because it's asking for help from the universe of energy mm -hmm. um, and is a tiny step towards asking for help from others uh, whether that be your partner or a family member or a friend or a, somebody in your network um, in terms of a referral or even recently a complete stranger being you know being able to ask for that help connects you with others and also i believe that others are put in your path at different points in order to provide that support much as you are in other people's lives to provide that support or that challenge or that encouragement um, on their path, it was we're so uh, intertwined. We don't realise, but there are so many synchronicities that happen when, especially when you're when you're in alignment and you're connected. You, we're always connected. We're never not connected. It's whether we're feeling that connection and tuned into it. But you, if the more you start to notice things lining up for you, and the synchronicities that happen the more you will notice them. And I think with asking for help, um, as you said, when we ask for help, we also, somebody that's helping us is actually also growing and learning from that experience as well. So there is a mutual gain from asking somebody else for help. So, why why do you think claire you i mean you said in um, one of our episodes about when we were talking about balance um you asked um we mentioned asking for help and i'm intrigued what what is it that was so difficult for you um or has been so difficult for you to to reach out and ask for that help what what's underlying that um so there are a couple of really strong elements one is around 
and we've touched on it in this episode around expectations. And so perception that if you ask for help, um, you're not it's not just around vulnerability, but it you know, it feels like uh, you're demonstrating to the other person that you failed because you should be able to do it on your own and you don't want them to see you in that way. Um, the other the other really strong element is around the fear of rejection. Mm. And so if you ask for help and the other person says no, what does that, how does that play out? Um, yeah, and that's, that's a really, that's a really, really deep one. Mm-hmm. And again, if we are deeply connected to ourselves, that kind of all goes away because we know who we are and we know we are loved beyond our imaginations when we have that feeling of inner sense that really deep inner sense of being loved unconditionally all of that goes away but there are practical tools that you can use as well to help you move beyond that feeling of rejection so I I think one of the things to ask yourself everybody that's listening to ask yourself is do you want to make this easier for yourself or do you want to struggle and if that person says no it may they may have some very good reasons but there'll be somebody else that can help and their no is not a rejection of you it's not about you it's about where they are at that time maybe they don't have time maybe they've got too much on their plates maybe they're not a very giving person in the first place um you know so that reflection if they say no it's not a reflection on you and who you are but there is always there is always support there is always solutions there is always help so do you want to make it harder do you want to make it easier you have a choice sense sorry to interrupt around Mm. the making it harder and making it easier it's very rare that our goals are selfless uh, selfish mm-hmm. so so very often we want to do better we want to kind of earn more money because we want to take better care of our family or we want you know kind of with, with the more money that recirculates that as energy elsewhere it's mm. it's very rare that it's a purely selfish act and so for many people and particularly women where they're taking care of families too come and they want to to grow in order to be more full to to be more present to be able to provide more to to those around them um and so asking for help it can be a way of asking for help for yourself but it's also a way of asking for help for those who it's not just about you (laughs) no involved there's a big ripple effect because um, a lot of our listeners are people that want to make an impact want to make a difference to this world and you can't you can't possibly make that difference by yourself um so asking for help it's you know get over yourself (laughs) and do it because by you asking for help again it's the power of many 
you can create change. You can create such an incredible impact that, again, we ha you have no idea of the ripple effect of that and how many lives that touches in a positive way. And then the, you're making way for the next generations. You're making way for, you know, other people that are coming up. You are opening, making it easier for them because we no longer need to prove ourselves as women. We need to come together and lift this planet up, lift that energy up. And we can't do that if we're doing it by ourselves. And, and this, you know, this, and we've spoken about this before, Claire, about the collaboration that we have with this podcast. This pod, you know, if we did this by ourselves, this, it just wouldn't be this, I think, and I, I know, you know, we've had some incredible reviews from people um, and we've had lots of five-star ratings. Um, so it shows that we're doing something right. And I believe that by us working together and coming together and collaborating, we're having far more impact than we would if we did it by ourselves. Plus, we have so much fun doing it. It's so much it easier. It's it yeah. right to collaborate. It's, it feels yeah. right to you. It feels easy to do it together. Yes. Let's find it. It's the right thing. Yeah. Yes. So I think it's important to notice how you are being supported in now, who supports you, and how you're supported. And stretch that. See how, you know, the more you get support, the bigger difference you can make to your lives, your loved ones, and the ripple effect of that and the planet. The power of many people. It is the power. It is the power of many indeed. And to embrace and listen and ask for help and, and be a part of community. It's, it's not just take take there's so much that you give back all of the time as well and i think that's one of our next projects as well clara when we get when we both have the space to do that is we both we both want to create a community with our listeners mm. um we're starting to do that with asking questions in our podcast so if you see a question we'd love you to respond um, and we want to delve deeper and deeper into that as we progress in our journey. And um, we want to support you more and build that community. Oh, Deb, I've loved this conversation. Yeah, me too. I hope I... you have as well, listeners. <laughs> Please let us know. Let us know what you've got from this. Um, you know, what, what was your big, because I think there was quite a few aha moments through this. So what was your biggest aha? What was your best? What did you like the most about this episode? I'd love to hear. Love to know. Thank you for listening. We'd love to hear your comments and feedback. And if you've enjoyed it, please click on that subscribe button. Give us a thumbs up and feel free to share. Join us for our next episode of the Exponential Potential podcast ignite your potential and thrive in times of 
Great change.